with apologies for my voice. I'm still scuffling with my voice, but consumerwatchdog.org is scuffling for us, and we need them. It's that time of the week when we visit with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, the correct spelling. He's the president of Consumer Watchdog, and boy, oh boy, do we need to talk to Jamie this week. Three enormous topics that we have been covering for a very long time on this show. And Jamie, I can't thank you enough for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. Oh, I feel uh, honored to be here. Well, Jamie, I got to tell you, we got to start with self-driving cars, and, and we've got Facebook, online sex trafficking, three topics that Consumer Watchdog has been on and leading on for a long, long time. Well, now, Jamie, in Tempe, Arizona, just outside Phoenix, a totally foreseeable, totally avoidable death. Self-driving car, and now everybody's saying, oh, let's stop and take a look. Jamie, how catastrophic is this? Well, this is a historic moment because... It's the first pedestrian to have been killed by a robot car and a fully autonomous uh, robot car, allegedly. We had a guy die, a Navy SEAL, uh, in, with, with a Tesla in what uh, we call semi-autonomous mode, in, in autopilot mode. It was the first pedestrian killed by what is supposed to be a, a self-driving car, meaning a car that drives itself. Now, we know, we've talked about how that doesn't happen, but the problem now is we have a death uh, from a largely unproven technology that's moving uh, you know, in a rush to the roads, and if we accept this death as a society, each one after this becomes just a mere afterthought. And our lives and our roads are going to change forever because we'll have robots in the wheel. And it's a really a fundamental shift being made without, you know, are we going to give robots control over life and death driving decisions with little oversight, little planning, and just give in to the women, these engineers who are rushing this technology to the road before it's, not, it's, it's ready. I, I was looking at the emails between... Um, Uber CEO and the Uber engineer who left Google and came out in some litigation, this guy, Anthony Lewandowski, said in a text, you know, I just see this as a race and we need to win. Second place is the first loser. It's a direct quote. We do need to think through a strategy to take all the shortcuts we can find. Take all the shortcuts we can find. End wow. So shortcuts are what killed this 49-year-old woman who was crossing a road because, you know, if you look at the video, which is now online, and it's chilling, it is... It's pretty clear to me, anyway, that a an engaged driver, not the test driver who was watching her cell phone because she was relying on the car, but an engaged driver who's, you know, looking in an area where there's a college students who cross the roads all the time in Tempe, there's lots of people doing what this lady was doing. You, you'd be very careful, and you would you'd apply the brake. This robot car did not apply the brake. So, basically, if you look at the video, it just kept going and barreled through her, and, and that's not... I believe what an aware, engaged, active driver would have done. We'd be defensive driver and be looking for people on the road with that peripheral vision. We'd have intuition about the area we're in. Robots don't have that sense. And I don't think that's the lesson, unfortunately, that's going to be taken from this by the National Traffic Safety Board's investigation. They're going to say, as the company has said, look, the driver came from, the person came from nowhere crossing the road. You know, they won't think about what the difference would have been if a human driver was at the wheel, which is, I think, the question we have to ask ourselves. And I think we have to now, you know, re-examine this rush to the roads that's happening in the Trump administra administration, which is fast-tracking rules through National uh, Traffic Highway Safety Administration. The U.S. Senate's a hair breath away from approving legislation to give the engineers carte blanche. In California, we're taking away the requirement that there needs a human, a human driver needs to be present when the cars are tested. So this woman's death, Elaine Hertzberg, really should make us think, what are we doing here and what's the consequence? My fear is... That's how it's going to happen, that the power of the Silicon Valley, the power of the allure of this technology is moving too fast, and 
we're going to start to accept deaths. And the minute we do that, we're in a lot of trouble as a society. Well, Jamie, it, speaking of the technology and all, you have also, you and Consumer Watchdog have been making a lot of noise about Facebook and how our private data and Google and how our personal data is being monetized, how our data is gold and it's being packaged, it's being sold. And now with this enormous uh, scandal that we've got over the 50 million Facebook profiles and the friends of the of the 50 million people who have all got that got sold to Cambridge Analytica and abused apparently in our election. Now the glare of the white hot spotlight is finally on Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg has been forced to speak publicly. Jamie, Consumer Watchdog has been talking about this on this show for years now. Are we going to make any progress or is this just a temporary crisis that Zuckerberg and company have to get through until we all go back to sleep again? Well, his statement was pretty strong. Uh, if we, we don't deserve your trust if we can't protect your data. And uh, I think that should be a challenge to him. It's ironic because Facebook has poured in a couple hundred thousand dollars against the California ballot measure that we've talked about, I believe, the California Privacy Act, that says that companies shouldn't be allowed to sell your data. Uh, if you don't want them to, they should tell you all the data they collect on you, and if there's a data breach, you should be able to sue them and hold them accountable. And your privacy, you shouldn't have to prove you lost money or property. Your, your violation of your privacy would be enough. That's going towards the ballot in November, and Facebook's one of the leading four companies opposing it, along with Google, Comcast, and Verizon. Now, why would Facebook, which says it doesn't sell people's data, oppose an initiative that stops data from being sold? So I think face. I think we, we sent out a little note uh, to Mr. Zuckerberg and uh, the ballot uh, the ballot measure author Alistair McTaggart sent out a note. And we said support the ballot measure, and Consumer Watchdog said fund the ballot measure. Fund the ballot measure. Stop your opposition. You need to put millions into establishing these rights under the law because you need to atone. So this issue is not going away. Uh, 50 million people's data, and it was psychographic data. This was data that showed something about people's personalities that Cambridge Analytica and theoretically Russian agents uh, for foreign governments could use to get people emotionally uh, to or away from the polls, depending upon what they wanted. So I think the fact that we have a database of our psychological profiles is frightening, and that should scare the public, and I don't think it's going away. Uh, but I do think that to translate it to action, people need to start either deleting Facebook or Facebook needs to step up and do something radical. We're talking to our friend Jamie Court. If you don't know our friend Jamie Court, you haven't been listening very long. We visit every week with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T. He is the president of Consumer Watchdog, and you can find them online, consumerwatchdog.org. And whether it's self-driving cars, our online data being held private or being sold, or this next issue of online sex trafficking, Consumer Watchdog has been in the leading on the leading edge and in the forefront of battling for our rights as against big, oppressive governments, big, oppressive tech companies. And Jamie, let's talk about online sex trafficking because this is a topic that I know is very near and dear to the hearts of Consumer Watchdog. You've been lobbying on this and working on it a long, long time. We've advocated on this show over, over this issue. And now there's finally an ultimate success, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, we have passed out of the U.S. Senate by a vote of 97 to 2 legislation that a year ago seemed almost impossible. It says families or victims of self-tracking can sue the companies if uh, a company like Backpage or Facebook or Google aids and abets underage sex trafficking. Uh, and it makes clear that the Communications Decency Act, Section 230, which has been a shield for Internet companies of all kinds, for anything that happens on their platform when there's content they didn't specifically create, 
that's going to be chipped away at. We've put a hole in that shield. There could be more exemptions to that shield than there should be. For instance, Russians meddling in elections or a company selling your data without your permission. But this was the first, and it was important because uh, we work with many families who've had this problem. The, the stories are featured in a movie called um, I Am Jane Doe. You can watch it on Netflix it's a tr- or buy it on Apple uh, movies. But it's it's a great movie about the plight of these families and how this federal shield has allowed this renegade website back page to become what the U.S. Senate called an underage brothel. So this was tremendous bipartisan effort. It was based on human problems. It was a narrow change in the law, but it's also the first change in the law. And when you chip away at that Teflon, we're going to have more changes. And even the people, the two senators opposed the bill, two libertarians, Ron Wyden and uh, Rand Paul, and Wyden said, you know, companies have to understand we're going to have more and more exemptions if they don't clean up their act. So I feel like uh, it was both really important on its own terms, but also for the message it sends that you can pass a law. And by the way, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said previously that President Trump would sign the law. So we're hoping that's still true. Uh, but this shows that things can change for for victims in America. And uh, and the big Internet companies, Facebook, Google, they were all opposed a year ago. We did a report showing Google was backing up Backpage. Facebook was opposed. They all did about face a couple of months ago, and the Russian investigation was part of that, frankly. Uh, they were ashamed, and, and they should have been put to shame in, in the court of public opinion. We did a little bit of that. And um, that they, they did an about-face, and they came on board with the bill. At the end, Twitter, Yelp, and a Google front group called Engine were still fighting, but they lost. And um, and so I'm, I'm real pleased that something's changed for these families. I'm real pleased that a small group of people who are committed and had some real misery could go to Washington and get something done against the most powerful corporations in the world. And uh, I think that could happen again. So anytime we see an example like that, you have to say yay. And, and, and we're celebrating now. Well, Jamie, it's amazing that uh, something as it should be non-controversial and obvious as stopping online child sex trafficking ended up being such a big heavy lift. But to that point, the fact that Consumer Watchdog and the families of these unfortunate victims were able to get this through a bitterly divided Congress. I mean, Washington, D.C. is just such, such a toxic swamp these days. Uh, the fact that it was able to get through is kind of a testament to, to justice. So, Jamie, I really appreciate your efforts, and I've got to leave it there. But, my goodness, three enormous topics. Self-driving cars in Arizona said, okay, we're going to stop doing them now until we can get to the bottom of this. Jamie, we've got to keep an eye on that. Facebook is a continuing saga on our data. And online child sex trafficking. If we can't solve that problem, heaven help us all. Jamie Quartz, president of Consumer Watchdog. Check him online, consumerwatchdog.org. Jamie, apologies for my voice again, but we'll see you next week. It was great to talk to you, Norm. Thanks.